We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Uh, well, guys, tell you what, yesterday was rough for Colts people, yeah. Colts fans, Colts media, just everybody. Uh, the, the game was extremely rough, especially at the end of the game. Also, welcome on Matt from Inside the Horseshoe. How you doing, Matt? Doing pretty good. Uh, you know, I guess as well as we can do after yesterday. Yeah, no kidding. So just to set the stage in case some people who are watching this video either didn't watch the game or maybe just need a little bit of a review. So Indianapolis, at the end of the game, are they're up by five, right? The Michael Pittman, I believe it was a Michael Pittman touchdown that put yeah. them up in that game by five. And really all they need from their defense is just to stop. The Browns were down by five points, Matt, in this game. So... I know I've seen some different people who have said, why the Colts allow P.J. Walker and them to drive all the way down? I'm like, you're playing pretty much prevent defense at that point, right? You're pretty much playing yeah. like, we'll, we'll let you get those dink and dunk plays, right? But when it comes down to the red zone, like that's when they tighten up. That's when they stiffen up and they don't allow, you know, the Browns and what they're doing to punch it in, right? So you go down. And, you know, it looks pretty good, right? The Colts are really able to shut down Cleveland when they get kind of into that area where they could potentially get a little bit scary, right, where they could potentially score, you know, within that 20-yard line-ish, somewhere around there. And then we all know about, Matt, the uh, the penalties. First off, mm -hmm. the one uh, to do against Daryl Baker, where it really looked like – it really looked like the, the it was an offensive pass interference play because – the wide receiver pushed down Daryl Baker, and that's kind of a tick tick tack play. It's like ah, I don't like that, but whatever. But then again, back to back plays. The second play, which is I think the far more egregious one of the two, the the ball's five yards past and above anybody who could potentially catch that ball actually yeah. like flies into the stands, and they call pass interference. And that puts the ball from about the, you know, for, so from the penalty about the 10-yard line all the way up to about the one-yard line. And Indianapolis and their defense, after two plays, they're getting screwed. They almost 
make a stop on fourth down. But it's just like it's really like a matter of inches um, when it all comes down to it. And obviously Kareem Hunt punches it in and Cleveland takes the lead and they ultimately win that game. So, Matt, I've seen this a little bit today, and this is something I'm genuinely just confused at. I guess a couple points. Uh, number one, people blaming the defense for losing that game for Indianapolis. And number two, I've seen different people who have said the penalties weren't the reason the Colts lost that game. What are your thoughts right. on kind of those two different things there in regards to kind of how that game ended in just kind of the dramatic fashion yeah, so the first one, I, I don't know how you can blame the defense for this loss. I mean, I, I know people have been blaming the defense pretty much for the entire season because the Colts are the only uh, offense scored 20 points a game in every game this year. Um, but it, you can't really put the blame on the defense because in this game, had a strip sack in the end zone, which gave them a touchdown. You had a blocked field goal, which would have won the game for them. You had a strip sack again inside their 50. You had another interception by Garner Minshew. And I didn't think Garner Minshew was terrible. It was just a great play by Denzel Ward on that. That was a great play to get that pick. But three fumbles by Minshew, um, all within, what, the 50-yard line or a touchdown for Cleveland. So, I mean, it's going to be tough. And then on that last uh, drive for Cleveland, like you said, they're playing prevent defense. They're doing a bend but don't break type of thing where yeah we'll let you go down the field but you you're not getting an end zone now when it comes to the penalties um the first one that shouldn't have been a legal contact at all um i think it was amari cooper it was the receiver yeah, amari, cooper. Him or amari cooper he had he made contact first he put his hand in the face mask of uh daryl baker covering his face I, I don't think that's a penalty right there. And then also, like you said, like do the refs think that people's Jones is going to be like Michael Jordan at the end of space jam and just reach his arm all the way down there to grab the football. I don't think that's humanly possible to do at all. So I, while I don't think it's just the penalties that cost the Colts a game, because I think there was other things that did play a factor into it that if it went different, the game probably would have ended differently. But I think the penalties absolutely played a big factor in the Colts losing because you take away that first penalty right there, that's ball game. That That's a fumble right there recovered by the Colts. You just don't know after if you don't call the you know pass interference. Who knows? Maybe they do score. But, I mean, you take that away, that takes away an extra down. And it you know keeps them away from the one-yard line. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, Matt, I was just looking at the stats that the Browns had passing the football yesterday, and you would think from how different people are reacting and saying, we got sliced up by a practice squad quarterback. You would think that he was prime Gardner Minshew in, yeah. uh, against the Colts in Jacksonville. Like You would think it was that bad, but actually, Matt, he completed under 50% of his passes, not even 200 yards, threw an interception, didn't throw a touchdown. And, you know, so I look at that and I say, okay, the first one, obviously terrible because that would have been ball game right there. But even yeah. then, Matt, with how good the Colts had been playing P.J. Walker and defending the pass pretty much all day long, I have confidence that based off of that, they still would have gotten the turnover based off of how good they had been playing up to that point, right, if it wasn't for that penalty. But it, the really, for me, the backbreaker was the second one, the one that was putting him at the one-yard line. And, Matt, yeah. it's crazy to me that the Colts still almost stopped them Inside the one, despite being screwed over two times, their defense only came within inches of stuffing Kareem Hunt on fourth down. Mm -hmm. So it's just crazy to me. And so I think just based off of that, I look at that and I just say, yes, okay, I get it. The turnovers. Yeah, clearly they they were the reason why this game probably wasn't a blowout because – like, if you look yeah. at it, the Colts offensively and defensively, they dominated this game. I mean, they had over 150 yards rushing and over 300 yards passing, and they held uh, Cleveland under 200 yards passing. And outside of the Jerome Ford 69-yard run, Cleveland averaged two and a half yards per carry. Besides yeah. that play, take that play out, two and a half yards per carry. So Indianapolis did a great job of pretty much dominating this Cleveland team, but they got in their own way with the turnovers, right? That was the biggest thing. Miles Garrett, was it felt like it was the Colts' offense versus Miles Garrett for a while. Yeah, um, He's just on another level, but I think that's kind of the biggest reason. But ultimately, Matt, you were in position to win. You should have won yesterday. There's no question. Despite doing all those things, tripping over yourself really in the first half, you still were able to claw and fight your way back and were able to really be in control of that game when it mattered. And I know there's some people who are upset with Shane Steichen and kind of the way he handled that last drive. But, you know, I, I think about it, and yeah, maybe I would have done a few things differently, but also your defense has been shutting down Cleveland's offense all day long. So you're like, yeah. we can trust our defense to finish it out. You know, let's not risk and do something stupid, turn the ball over like we've done before within our own, you know, on, the, on our side of the field and get Cleveland a short field. So – I just look at it like, yeah, the penalties, while you know, some you can point to other things. For me, those things were clear in a way. They had to be the deciding factor in this game because it's impossible for any defense to stop yeah. a team on the one yard line when they have a first down. Like it's just it's 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 impossible pretty much. So yeah. I don't know. I just kind of look at those things and I say, I can't blame the defense for that. And also I just can't blame um, you know, I just can't not blame the refs for really giving the Browns the game. Like, I've never seen something like that, Matt, where it's so clear and obvious what the agenda was there. I, I mean, I'm not a person that typically likes to say the refs screwed us over, but that was the, the most blatant and obvious thing I think we've seen in a Colts game against the Colts. Maybe 
for me, that that's a first for me. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, for those who are blaming the defense, again, like, you know how many touchdowns they allowed in this game where Cleveland scored 39 points? They allowed three. One was that first run. That was like a weird, you know, just play overall. That just doesn't happen at all. He had that. The second one was on one of the fumbles, I believe, definitely one of the turnovers. And then it was the last drive of the game where really that touchdown shouldn't have happened at all. Other than that, they just held Cleveland at field goals at most. And Cleveland's kicker was making 54-yard field goals. Like, they were doing a good job on Cleveland's offense in general. Like, Like you said, they couldn't run the ball really at all besides that one big run. Couldn't really pass the ball at all. I wish Deshaun Watson played the entire game because they were just controlling the game with him out there. But, no, defense, they did a good job. Again, people are going to paint narratives of, of, oh, the Colts are scoring a lot of points, but the the defense is allowing a lot too. The offense has put him in those situations. And here I'm I'm actually a little hopeful about this team too, oddly enough, because they scored – 38 points on apparently the best defense in like the last 10 years, statistically speaking. Like they scored 38 points on that defense. So, I mean, you got to be a little hopeful for that at least. Right. Oh, for sure. And that was a big thing also just was just like we said after the Jacksonville game, Gardner Mitchell can't push the ball down the field. So teams aren't going to be afraid of the Colts team. And to to his credit, they pushed the ball down the field a lot more than they did against Jacksonville. So – that's definitely exciting. Yeah, I felt like the offense in general pretty much all day, uh, except for obviously the offensive line had some pass protection issues, primarily on Miles Garrett. Um, but I felt like the offense pretty much all day could do whatever they wanted, running and passing. I mean, the fact that Cleveland came in number one in pass defense, number three in run defense, and the Colts were able to basically just shred them all day long. Yeah. And it's not like the Colts had like Cleveland where they had just like that one huge run and then they couldn't do anything the rest of the game. It was consistent, Matt. It wasn't like very – it wasn't super spotty. Like they were consistently dominating that line of scrimmage. They were consistently running the football when it mattered. And I, and I think ultimately you look at this team and you're like – I think for me, Matt, I look at this team and I say this is legitimately the first time I come away from a loss and I, and I can't really fault anybody. Like I, I really feel good about how the offense and the defense play. Like, and I don't say like, usually it's like, oh, one of the units was just not living up to the standards, right? One of the mm-hmm. units was falling short, but I don't really feel like outside of the turnovers, I don't really feel like, like the offense or the defense was a liability in this game. So it's just like a weird feeling where I've never, ha- you know, watched the Colts lose a game, but also watch, you know, the offense and defense to say they both played well. Yeah. You just got to take care of the football. You can't drop the football. And Blake Freeland, you can't just stand there like a statue when you have to guard Miles Garrett. You can't just stand there, let him run by, and just kind of go, okay. You can't do that. Yeah. So hopefully Braden Smith is back soon. You know, I hopefully, thought this would be a yeah. good opportunity to see if Blake Freeland could be the starting right tackle because if he could and if he did a good job against Miles Garrett, I think questions would be coming up about, is Braden Smith going to be with the team after this year because of how much money you save? Now I think Braden Smith is going to be with the team next year. Um, I think you have to keep him. I think that was a that could have been a big difference because you you take um, that strip sack away that was on Blake Freeland, then I think Colts win the game. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And if they just hold on to the football, even if Gardner Minshew takes sacks, like, okay, yeah, you hate that. But don't, this is what I've said. I've said consistently don't make a bad play worse. Like, don't let it spiral to the point. Like, a sack's already bad enough, but don't go sack and then turnover on top of it. So, yeah, Yeah. Gardner Minshew's turned the ball over way too many times so far. And that's the biggest issue with this offense. Matt, I was joking and saying, um, but it actually might be true at this rate. The Colts might have a top ten offense this year, and also the worst be the worst team in terms of turning the football over offensively. Yeah. That's how crazy it's been so far with the offense. Yeah, and it just makes me miss Anthony Richardson so much more because he's not it fumbling does. football it does. in the end like, zone. It's it's crazy because you take the turnovers away there, and you're like Gardner Minshew looked good. Like yeah, he looked good yards. passing it. Yeah, Three. he had 300 yards and spread the ball around and. You know, the Colts made plays consistently passing the football against a really, really vaunted Cleveland defense. And so it's just it's, it was a really weird enigma of a game. Um, you know, yeah. usually you're like, if somebody's bad, they're really bad or whatever. Yeah. But like right. it was a weird game for Gardner Minshew in that way. Yeah. He had like a what 20 yard touchdown run. He had like two touchdown runs in total. One was like a 20 <laughs> yeah. yard run. I mean, yeah, like. He's just if he can hold on to the football, I I really think this team can make the playoffs. I think they have the defense to do it, and they have the offense apparently because they're the only team scoring twenty points in every game or more. So if yeah. he can take care of the football with Jonathan Taylor looking good, I I think this is a team that can make the playoffs. And they did it um, for the majority of the game without Julius Brents because obviously he left with yeah. that quad injury earlier on in the game and they still were able to hold Cleveland in check for the majority of this game. So yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Matt. Really appreciate it. Let me know. You got your guys' thoughts on this whole topic of who is to blame. What's to blame. Do you blame the referees? Do you blame more of the Colts? Where do you stand on that? And uh, what do you feel about this game and how do you feel about this team moving forward? That'll do it for this one, guys. Really appreciate everybody's support. If you're new to the channel, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, all that good stuff. Turn on the notification bell so that you are in the loop when we drop new content. But other than that, that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.